Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. For more than two decades, Catherine Allard, Professor Emerita of the Troy University John M. Long School of Music, has been the host of Opus 3, heard at noon on Sundays. Catherine Allard joins us today by Skype as she reflects on how the Opus 3 program has evolved and how her loyal listeners have responded. Dr. Catherine Allard, thank you so much for joining us here at Troy Public Radio again. Thank you so much. Catherine, you have been hosting a program called Opus 3 on Sundays at noon for some 23 years. This is an incredible record, and I want to take a trip down memory lane with you to explore how you came up with the name of the program and what your purpose was. You know, you always think about what am I going to call it, what am I going to call it, what am I going to call it? And it turned out when we originally broadcast, it was on at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. So Wednesday, the third day of the week, 3 o'clock to 3 time. And Opus, of course, is a wonderful music thing, so that it became Opus 3. Within a few short months, we were rebroadcasting. We were on Wednesdays at 3 and then rebroadcasting on Sundays at noon. And as time went along, the midweek show disappeared, but the Sunday show remained. And uh, rather than change the name, we just kept it with the Opus 3. And that's how it is what it is. You have such a following, and your fans have been with you for all of these years. What was your aim in bringing this music to them? Well, I love the music, and I also love to learn about the music and the people who make the music and uh, the time period in which the music was created. I get to share wonderful music with the people who listen to Opus 3, and this absolute thrills that I've had being in the host of this show is that I have been exposed to so much music that I did not know anything about. We used to have a wonderful saying when I was in college called, so much music, so little time, and the older I get, the more I realize how true that is. When you designed the program, did you want to bring to the listeners a spectrum of musical styles and through the years? I mean, how far back did you want to go? Um, That kind of developed as it went along. But yes, the idea of that was exactly the same. When I first started the program, I was also teaching the music history sequence to uh, music majors at Troy University, and that covers medieval to the modern period. A lot of that piqued my interest maybe more than it did my students. So I brought some of that as well. And I I have a a kind of an eclectic approach to music. I'm a singer, and so I have lots of vocal and choral music. But I I also love orchestral things. Chorus and orchestra is my second favorite thing after opera. But I love all the big orchestral things, and I'm a particular fan of certain violin and piano concertos. And then I have become more aware of and more involved in chamber music as I've done Opus 3, but it it really began from that idea of, I really love this. I can't be alone in the world. Other people might like it too. 
and let's just put it out there and see, see if we get any feedback about it and see if, if other people are liking what I'm doing. And then as time went along and more years passed, then I started trying to put things together in terms of themes. And at the end of my program each week, I ask people to get in touch with me if they have an idea for a theme for the show, because I have run through about as many. I'm always amazed that there's something else for me to think of. I mean, it got to the point where I went through the alphabet. And that was actually very good because I went through the alphabet and I deliberately did not include anybody who was a big time name. So when we got to the B's, we did not do Beethoven. We did not do Bach. We did not do Brahms. When we got to the S's, we did not do Schubert. We did not do Schumann. We did not do either of the Strausses, Johann or Richard. So that's been pretty interesting. And I've gotten some feedback about that saying, hey, when you did the V's, you didn't do Verdi and you didn't do Vivaldi. And I said, yes. And that's because we're not doing the obvious names during this walk through the alphabet. So you're going to hear people like Carl Volrath that you might not ordinarily hear. And you're going to hear people like Zielinski that you may not ordinarily hear. But you're not hear Mozart, but you'll hear Moskowitz. <laughs> I want to remind the listeners, Catherine, that I was looking on YouTube and found you in concert. And you have received critical acclaim in Opera News and the New York Times. That is tremendous. Oh, Lord, how did you find that? <laughs> <laughs> Your concert was January 17th, 2009. So if the listeners want to look you up on YouTube, they will find you there. But that is tremendous acclaim for your talent. Well, that was when I was much younger, too, I must I must say. Speaking of feedback, what kind of feedback have you gotten through these 23 years about Opus 3? Very uh, complimentary. I'm... Uh blushing a little bit when I when I say this. Uh, many people have written in to, uh, to just tell me that they enjoyed something that I played, and frequently they will ask me what it was and who the, were the performers, and I reply to everyone, and I'm hoping very much that after I've done that, that those people have gone out and purchased that CD, purchased that music for them to listen to and enjoy as time went on, because if I can turn somebody onto a piece of music, that's pretty exciting. Every now and then I get something from people that offer me an idea. I got a wonderful email from someone once suggesting the seven deadly sins, which was a fantastic series. I'm so happy for that. But for the most part, people are just saying, I listened to your program. I really enjoyed it. And frequently it's, what did you play at such and such a time? If people who are listening to you right now want to get in touch with ideas or feedback, how would they do that? Oh, it is so easy. You just send me a little email. My email address is C-A-L-L-A-R-D, my first initial and last name, at troy.edu. Piece of cake. And I hope, I hope I get a dozen emails. Let me ask you another thing. We have all been weathering a pandemic. It certainly put a challenge into our society. Are you hearing back about things like that? I am thinking about that, but I'm not hearing that from feedback from people who get in touch with me. But I am thinking about that. In fact, for my uh, classical music show that I've done recently during the time of the Ukraine disaster, we played some music and made a comment about the the way that the world seems to be. And I was talking to Kyle, I think it was, about the power of music to touch people. I don't know if this is something to talk about now, but most professional musicians, especially during difficult times, 
wonder if what they're doing is worthwhile. And when I went through that particular crisis many years ago, a number of people pointed out to me that sometimes you just need the opportunity to bask in something that's beyond yourself to remind yourself that life is really a wonderful thing and that even in the difficult times, everybody needs some beauty and sometimes some escape and that there's a way that we all come together through art and music. Catherine, that is so meaningful, what you just said. And I think it's a note to end our conversation on. But let me thank you once again for all that you have given to your fans at Troy Public Radio through your program, Opus 3. Thank you very much. And let me thank everyone who tunes in to listen. It's a joy to bring the music, and it's unbelievably gratifying to know that somebody's listening. Joining us by Skype was Catherine Allard, Professor Emerita of the Troy University John M. Long School of Music and host of Opus 3, Sundays at noon on Troy Public Radio. Assisting her in getting the programs on the air all these years has been Cindy Lindsay, producer and operator. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.